a lot of stuff. Like they marinate their brisket in Italian dressing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was like an audible gasp from everyone. Yeah, right here. I hope they're not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> they won't. Barbecues are passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And hey, we've got another return guest, Andrew. We do. Yeah, it's me. Well, you're always here. Yay! But someone more interesting is here, too. And more important. What's your name, sir? Um, not John Brotherton. All not, right. Not John Brotherton's here. <laughs> not opening another barbecue joint. Not sure. Not Maybe. sure. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Your name is not sure. So John Brotherton. Yep. Who, uh... Well, we, we interviewed about you know 50 feet away from here last year at the Woodlands Barbecue Fest. We're out here again, um, and John again has some uh, has some news, some new happenings in the world of uh, barbecue. So, John, what's uh, what's coming down the pipe for you? Yeah, man, a lot of good stuff going on. Um, a year ago, a whole lot's happened since then. Um, so we've uh, we're right now expanding our Pflugerville location, Black Iron uh, Barbecue. Um, expanding again expanding again yeah so um right about this time last year when we did the first expansion so uh another expansion going on adding on another about 1100 square feet and um also opening a barbecue joint in round rock on main street kind of a return to round rock yeah return in some ways from from 2013 with curly's um so yeah we're opening up uh, liberty barbecue up in round rock and uh, that's, uh, you know, myself and Kelly, along with Trey Dotson, that um, somebody, if you're familiar with Round Rock restaurants, he had Tortuga Flats in Round Rock. And then um, Joe Perez and the rest of the Perez family are also partners in it. So neat little building, 1876 when it was built, um, fully uh, remodeled in 2013, actually, when we were um with Curly's, whenever we had Curly's open across the street, they were actually completely remodeling that building. So it's cool to watch the progression. There you go. Downtown, literally downtown Round Rock. Downtown Round Rock, um, yep. So there's a lot of events that go in downtown Round Rock. Yeah. I think there's a concert tonight even. There is a Chalk Walk um, is a big thing down there. That was, that was this weekend, and that brings in thousands of people, and they're all right there on, on Main Street. So Round Rock does a lot where they bring the community to the downtown area. So they really support the businesses down there. And so this will be. This is not going to be a clone of Black Iron. Nope. Um, this will be a, a lot different, and uh, some of that is from what was in the restaurant before. Right. And uh, some of this is just obviously the location and the nightlife and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, tell us a little bit about what what you're going to serve and what what's going to happen there. Yeah. So it's a little bit more upscale than than the Pflugerville spot, um, and it, it's going to be a sit down restaurant. You mean you, so mean you can't service. wear shorts and flip flops? I will. Not, I don't wear <laughs> flip flops, but I'll. You know, I'm not going to not wear shorts. So. So it'll be upscale all except for me, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, so a little bit more upscale, uh, table service. So you'll order with a, with a waiter or waitress. Um, it's got a full bar in there. Um, so, you know, we're, the nightlife's going to be pretty big there. Um, it also, it was a pizza restaurant, so it has a, an existing pizza oven in there, which we are going to use uh, mainly for barbecue centric flatbreads and then whatever else we find that we want to do with it so it's it's gas and wood burning too so we can get some good wood flavors on 
some stuff that you would normally put in an oven. So. Gotcha. And, so. and that's, you know, you've got, you've got Marvin, your, your executive chef. So yep. you'll be, you'll be kicking up some things that are a little different, a little spin on, uh, yep. on, on barbecue, but with that kind of wood fired background. Absolutely. So you're, you're known in the barbecue world for years as having one of the most tireless work ethics in barbecue and getting where you were with black iron was, was part of that just drive that you had. What made you want to do it all over again? A second location working, you know, a, you know, twice as hard. Um, bringing in really good quality help to where I'm not working as hard as I was before. So uh, where I'm at now versus at this point a year ago, um, I have a lot more free time, family time, you know, downtime because I've brought on a few people that you know that can handle doing the cooks. Um, I think. When we talked last year, uh, Dominic Colbert had just started with me. Um, you know, not long after, um, you know, he took the took the reins really, and I kind of became the the second string cook. Not kind of, but really did. And uh, and then since then, we brought on uh, Alan Michael Jackson, um, not Michael Jackson, but Alan Michael Jackson. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, he's got. What, go, going on 12 years, he's 27 or something like that, going on 12 years experience in barbecue uh, commercially. So um, so he's brought a lot to the table. You know, so having those two guys that um, I think the quality is better now than it was when I was cooking it by myself. So uh, that's given me a lot of free time to, you know, to get out and do other things and, you know, do, do this venture here and, you know, get out and eat other people's barbecue and you know a lot of stuff that I can do now kind of market myself more so outside of Pflugerville as well you building, know get building a brand and, a yeah, little bit building yeah. the brand so I've been able to focus a lot on that so was that was it hard for you originally to step away a little bit because we and it's one of the things that we've kind of touched on on a lot of recent interviews is is the ability to to give away some of those reins and be able to to have the right people in place to be able to to take that step back no it, it wasn't hard at all man um you know dominic like really took ownership of it you know when we were when he was learning it um and he's got that same passion you know for barbecue all these guys do they got that same passion that i have um and they want to make good product and they they love what they're doing um so i was i was ready to push it off on him he was I kind of like through through the you know when you throw your kid in the in the pool to to learn to swim, you know I pretty much said it's you 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 know you're gonna you got the pit today, and I knew it would be good I knew everything would be fine and I could step away from it, um, so no it was it was pretty easy you know when you're working 18 hour days six days a week seven days a week I mean that's where I was a year ago or a little over a year ago, so it was it was pretty easy to hand over the reins. Yeah. So we're, so we're talking to a more rested John Brotherton. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and and you've added to your your pits over time, and, and there's going to be a little change too as you move in. Yeah. Um, although it'll be at both restaurants, so you've right. added Bewley's, but but you're making a, a a pretty big change for you. But I mean, offsets are what you have cooked on before, so right. it's, it's not like a first for you, but it's it's interesting. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, you know, when it was when it was just me cooking, um, it was easy to you know that Bewley's will um, they maintain heat a whole lot better they're, they're very steady it doesn't take a lot of wood you know to get to get them hot um, so I could you know run I still had to run to the store at the time you know and go 
get stuff from HEB or whatever. Um, so it was easy for me to, you know, if I could, I could take a half an hour away. Um, but as far as the ribs and, you know, turkey, chicken, whatever, I just feel those are those they're better on an offset, you know, a traditional offset than than a Bewley. Um, Unless you can find one of the Rico pits, yeah, <laughs> which are yeah, hard to find. Exactly. There's so few of those. Exactly. But yeah, those cook ribs like crazy, man. Um, but I just like the look of it and everything. So, um, so I brought my, uh, my 250 gallon offset, you know, from a propane tank. I brought that up there and the guys are cooking on that right now. And, uh, we said, we, we need a, we need to get a Moberg. Got to get a Moberg. Got to get a Moberg. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, and, and not just one, right? Yeah. Maybe. not just, well, one, one at each location. So we'll have one in Pflugerville. We'll, we'll still do our briskets on the, on the Bewley pit and, uh, cook all the rest of the stuff on the Moberg. And um, so we'll have, you know, one at each, each location. Yeah, so now that you got this crew in place, you know, you're going to have no excuse for not winning Throwdown now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need any excuses. We, you we, know, we are undefeated, so we'll just leave it at that. Well, you're co-undefeated, I guess. Co-undefeated. <laughs> That's uh, still no loss. <laughs> and it's not going to happen anytime soon. After we win this year, we'll, we'll probably retire. Maybe they'll make us a judge, so we don't it'll be the John keep Rose us from doing a trophy that everyone wins there every you year. Go. Exactly right. <laughs> Hope y'all are all hearing this right now, especially you, Jordan Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Jordan volunteered to help we're, out. We're going to no, get a rebuttal Jordan is yeah. uh, Jordan is going to be in the competition. Oh, excellent! He is, excellent. He's got the official invitation. And, so, and for those so listening, this is this is the yeah this is the Austin slash. Longview, Texas slash. Throwdown, just call yeah. it. Yeah, it's a we Texas need a Texas Throwdown. throwdown. Let's, there's, there's so much talent all over the state, just man. Just don't hold it in Dallas. Can't limit it to, to Houston, <laughs> Austin. There's a lot of good stuff going on up there, too. Yeah, there is. A whole lot of stuff. Everywhere. I mean, yep. we just got back from, uh, I just got back from um, out west and Evie Mays, and you've got Rahino, you've got Embers, and you've got Pit Forks. That whole area is just kind of, every, every pocket of Texas is just yeah. kind of blowing up these it's days. awesome. It's cool to see. So, so we've, we've got a member of your pit crew that uh, that we'd like to talk to. We've got a couple of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's uh, it's time to bring them on. What do you sure. think, Brian? Let's do so. it. I think it's a good idea. Let, let's let's we'll let's get a little uh, let's get some people talking about John Brotherton. Yeah. <laughs> it's even better. He's with, a terrible with, and, and no lies either. Do not John, we're gonna have to have you walk away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so introduce yourself. Uh, Alan Michael Jackson. What's it like working for this man? Oh, it's it's. <laughs> You know, I hate them, but no, nah, <laughs> nah, it's great. Um, probably one of the best bosses I've had. He's real humble, real laid back. He's kind of uh, a prick sometimes, you know. <laughs> to me and Dominic, he yells at us a lot. No, nah, I'm playing, but uh, no, nah, it, it's it's been good. It's been real nice. It's a change of pace for me uh, coming from more corporate at Southside, market uh and then i was at styles so i mean it's, it's more laid back um definitely more of a family atmosphere where where i'm at now with john so it's been nice so if we can let's talk a little bit about um i, can, I couldn't do the math but it sounded like about age 13 was when you got into 15 Barbie. 15 okay 15 um so where did you start at 15 and what was that like south side uh in elgin uh it was pretty nice um they're using those oilers over there, rotisserie pits. So, I mean, and then they have the uh, brick pits. Uh, it was definitely a, a learning experience for me um, on a large scale that they do there. My dad was actually one of the managers over there, which helped me get on over there. Uh, but before that, I was cooking with him. He's been doing it for about 35 years now. So, uh -huh. 
it's uh it's my, definitely my been really good. My nephew actually worked at at Southside. I don't think you knew that. Either. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, my brother's son, uh, Gordon Cole Norton, um, he worked there for I think a summer, um, probably way after you left. But, but yeah, I didn't even tell you about that. No. There you go. The more you know. Yeah. I knew there was a reason that. I was on the show with you. That's it. That's why. Yeah, it's because yeah. I don't talk to you enough about barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. We've been on the road for like a bazillion hours, and he, he never knew that. No. Either that, or I forgot. And just forgot to tell <laughs> that's you. That's more likely. Yeah. That's it's Brian. True. He's all right. He's an old man with no memory, like the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, so Alan Michael, um, Southside. So, so you you left Southside? Did you? Uh, yeah, after it? five years, I left there, and uh, when they opened up Style Switch, I was there maybe like two months after that started working there uh, we started out small scale doing about 15 20 briskets a day and by the time I left a couple months ago we were up to on a Saturday doing anywhere from 75 to 80 briskets so I mean it, it's that's where I really learned how to cook on the indirect uh, moving stuff around uh, that was probably one of my greatest learning experiences throughout barbecue uh, Coming here to Brotherton's, I'd never cooked on a Buley, which is what one of the pits we're using. And that's something different for me, having to learn that. I mean, after 12 years of being in it, I'm still learning stuff every day, so. Well, well we learned our, our one cook on a Buley. There's a lot of there's a lot of temperature zones. Oh yeah, there's it's a lot like, of hot spots. Uh, we're rotating stuff around. Uh, Dominic has it really dialed in. Uh, he's taught me a lot of stuff on it, so it's been nice. And um, Baggett, Baggett Styles, I mean, one of the things that's kind of interesting about both places, they're open into the evening. Um, so you didn't work at a place that's done at noon or, or 1 o'clock. Yeah. Um, you know, John's place is open a little bit later. Um, sometimes stretching into the evening, the new restaurant will be open back at dinner service. Yeah. Is it, is it different working at a place that, that's open so late into the night versus a place that basically has one cook? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot different. Um, you're having to pay attention a lot more uh, to counts the flow to flow every day I mean you don't want to cook too much and have a lot left over uh, but you don't want to cook not enough and sell out that, that's when John yells products. at you right yeah all the time yeah <laughs> yeah he forgets that he tells us what to cook and we'll cook it will run out and he'll be asking us <laughs> questions the next day but that's 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 something you get used to. It's turning into like the roast of John Brothers. <laughs> I, yeah, I did say do not tell any lies. <laughs> he may be telling lies. I don't think I'm telling lies. <laughs> so what's one of the things that you've learned, like now that you've had this 12-year and growing career, what are some of the things that that you've learned through the that, that you see the new guys make the mistake on? Like what's the, you know, oh, everyone pulls too early or does this or does that? Or what's the common mistake you see with the younger guys that are coming up now? Impatient. Just uh, thinking that they have the better way of doing it, and I mean, it's good to it's good to try to find new things. Um, but I mean, some of it is like paying back homage to the people that did it before you, learning that way, perfecting that craft first, and then moving on and trying to trying to see which. A lot of people come in and they want to change up things right away instead of learning how somebody else is doing it and then suggesting, hey, maybe we can do it better this way or let's try this out. Um, I think a lot of new people just need to pay a little bit more homage to the people that are doing it before them. Like even with Dominic, like I didn't come in and say, hey, let's do it this way. 
even with him having however long he's been doing it like I'd rather come in and learn it how he's doing it and then make suggestions that way I mean and you you started at one of the more traditional places at oh, yeah. Southside and now obviously working um, with John at Black Iron it's you know clearly one of the more creative new, you know new school places for lack of a better term that's that's willing to do those creative things I mean the traditional menu yeah. is still available at Black Iron but the sandwich roster and the creative things that you guys do out there um had was it was it a welcome change was it kind of a scary change to go into that oh no it was it was nice i mean they perfected uh everything i mean before i got there it was the sandwiches and all that like that's what kind of drew me towards going there was just how different it was um i mean doing the traditional barbecue is good um once you've learned it did it perfected it it's nice to have just a change of pace with the sandwiches or how we're going to do the flatbreads i mean you don't want to be too boring but sometimes it turns out that way so liberty barbecue do we have a an estimated opening time for liberty or is it still to be determined i know that's like the golden question of any restaurant that's opening anywhere these days it's you never know when or if it's actually going to open and you know permits and all the other city stuff that you right. got to go through absolutely no so we're um we're hoping to be open uh by the first of november I, I think we're pretty much on track for that um if not we're it won't be too far off from that so we're we're real close and so so we have with us i'm dominic colbert and dominic how long have you uh, had the unfortunate pleasure of working with john uh <laughs> since july of last year last year and tell us a little bit about your background as far as food like on and off my whole life like my granddad had a barbecue restaurant in Angela and I just grew up my whole life making sausage he never really made brisket unless it was for chili or anything so cooking brisket was always left up to my uncles and I don't like the way they cook brisket so it was nice coming to a place where I can eat the brisket <laughs> so what was their cooking method that you didn't like a lot of stuff like they marinate their briskets in Italian dressing Ooh. <laughs> I was like an audible gasp from everyone. Yeah, right here. I hope they're not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> they won't. They now, don't now res- I've heard that with ribs, yeah. to be honest. But uh, never yeah, they don't respect here. the way I cook barbecue, but they eat it. There you so. go. And mesquite out that way too. Yeah, probably. it's all mesquite, yeah. and which I'm cool with. I didn't know there was better for brisket. Like everything else is awesome on mesquite. Yeah. But any anything like five hours and under. Yeah. I think, I think works well with mesquite. It was, yeah, it was a, definitely a learning curve. I wanted to do barbecue as soon as I started, but I, I was a meat cutter when I first started, and I seen John need help, so I just kept, oh, you need me to do this, you need me to do this, because I just, I find any cooking interesting, and so it made me figure out that I like cooking, and then I figured out that I love barbecue. Like, I mean, I didn't really eat it as much before now. And you're, you're cooking, um, what are you cooking there? A little bit of everything? A or? little bit of everything. Is there any Italian dressing? No. No? Okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> that's John's third restaurant. <laughs> Everything marinated. <laughs> <in> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be an Italian barbecue restaurant. <laughs> the Italian banh mi. Any, does anybody have those yet? G- give it a few months. There'll be yeah, one right, out there. Somebody will figure Italian it out. Italian barbecue fusion. It, it, Italian banh mi burn-ins. Sounds Ooh. great. There better be some beef cheek thrown in for good measure. <laughs> We're already inventing new barbecue genres right, right here. And, and as we say them, there's somebody out doing it. You know? Probably. There's a sausage Probably. tomorrow. Yeah, definitely a sausage. <laughs> and, and yeah, so tell us a little bit about you. You mentioned uh, you make sausage. So well, uh, I haven't made it in a long time, but like as a teenager, 
My granddad was known for catfish sausage, which is catfish like, sausage. Wow. Now that you think about it, now John, it's essentially are you like, notes? like yeah. a boudin. Yeah. And my mom's like, y'all gotta do it, y'all gotta do it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> we need you to have the exact, you know, specs. But I, I mean, I'm down for it. I don't eat it, but I'm definitely down. I know what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> it's one of the memories you have with your, your granddad, like. His house burned down, and literally the smokehouse and the pit were the only things standing wow. Wow. on our lot. So, like, we have family reunions or whatever, we're right there. So my family's really centered on barbecue. And the more I work with John, the more I can relate to my cousins, my male cousins who cooked. And so you mentioned that they like it. So you, have you, you come back home since you started working for John? And yeah, I, we, me and my cousin had a competition. <laughs> he didn't like me too much after that. I knew I could season better than him. I was always scared of, like, keeping up with the fire part of barbecue i know from my being my mom's child i could season food but like i went and we did three different types of ribs and his dad picked mine and so he was real upset <laughs> his wife was the only one that picked them honestly like it was it's just it's a great feeling and that was a sympathy vote yeah, yeah. <laughs> knowing that me and him can re, now i can relate to him on that it's it's cool for me so switching gears completely who started the sock trend that was me. Absolutely. <laughs> explain to people what the sock trend is, because it's Andrew. You can do it because uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not the one wearing them. You guys do it. <laughs> so, Tell I me mean, about I've, the sock trend. I've always loved the crew socks. I mean, ankle socks are cool. But I always like the crew socks. I keep. I kept finding more and more socks. So I told John, summer, I wear long socks. You can't see them in the winter, so it doesn't really matter. And so I was like, well, let's see if they have barbecue socks. So it just kept growing and growing. Then I finally convinced John. He didn't want me to make fun of him. It's like, hard to get John Brotherton to wear any more clothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually true. Ankle socks, man. I'm like, if I have to buy you your first pair, you're going to wear some. This, this is our thing. And it just grew. And now, like, I expect everybody to have them on. Like, if you work there, why don't you have on a crew sock? Like, Absolutely. It's awesome. We've even, yeah. Most of us do. Yeah. Yeah. And we have. Yeah. So I did not for Christmas gifts. You can get socks, and it's not a. It's not a bad. Yeah, thing. it's not. It's never been a bad thing for me. <laughs> I've actually designed some Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue socks, <laughs> their website. So we we're hoping they would be here before this, so we could debut them. But next time we're out in public, <laughs> you've got John's John's face on. Yeah. Yeah. No. no I'll try. He doesn't want that to happen. But somebody does have a pair of socks with my face on it, though. Misty Regals. Awesome. Yeah, so I, I don't know if you could hear that in the background, yeah. but uh, Misty Regals has a pair of socks with John's face on them, which is all kinds of creepy. I got a lot of questions about yeah. that. But, uh. Well, she's not She's, she's not, not going to wear them. She's she going to bring them for, for John. Oh, okay, okay. And I feel really awkward to wear those. So <laughs> somebody else is going to wear them. The whole thing with the socks is really cool. So, like, everybody I know in barbecue now, they'll post a picture. You see them, like, yeah, I got those socks. But I also have socks that you don't have, like, and my brand, it's awesome. And my dad, my dad's all into socks. So that's kind of where mine came from. Yeah. He just doesn't like that I wear, like, character socks. And we're not the only ones in barbecue with cool socks. Well, I was going to say, you guys you guys popped into yeah. to Tejas the, the other day yeah. and Absolutely. got Scott a nice group photo. From, yeah, Scott from Tejas, um, Patrick Fegis, too, Jim uh, James. Buchanan. Yeah, Jim Buchanan, James McFarland from Reveille. We all are cool with the socks. We all got the sock game going it's, on. It's got to be a barbecue thing before yeah. long. Absolutely. So now you're just going to walk into barbecue joints and yeah. see people staring so at each other's so feet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, pulling we pulling up it. their pants going, oh, look at my socks. Yeah. Russell. <laughs> Check Russell's. Yeah, Russell under definitely his, has a. Under his elephant I'm not boots, looking at Russell's stink-ass feet. I don't care. I'm not doing it. compression socks on. <laughs> compression socks. Yeah. And he, yeah, ask him about his boots, too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Russell has a story for everything, I believe. Uh, yeah, I yeah. He's sometimes got a lot. two stories yeah. for everything. <laughs> well, he's got some unique, uh, some unique boots, boots that aren't made from traditional leather. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not kidding. No, when I'm you not said kidding. That earlier. No, no, I was okay. not kidding. He had, they had an event at a at a boot company, and uh, I remember this. And now. he <laughs> and he ordered, yeah, some some special boots. <laughs> well, you said it already. Yeah, elephants. Yeah, man parts. <laughs> well, this will get the explicit. This will get the explicit rating because somebody yeah. said something earlier. So they're elephant. We're just gonna have to talk about this. Bomb, so I'm good. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah, they're elephant penis boots. Elephant penis boots. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, this is no joke. That we're, just sounds like something that someone would sell someone, but it's not really that. Like. Yeah. So, so are there times when the boots like change shape? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. If you rub them, they, yeah, the leather tends to get a little stiffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is never airing. Apparently, this is a barbecue podcast. Yeah. Point, but, uh, or if he wears those socks that have my face on them that Misty got for me, <laughs> the box, the, the the leather gets stiffer too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, so anyway, back, see to, back to so Liberty right. Barbecue, right? Yeah. <laughs> Liberty <laughs> Barbecue, where they and, do and not I'm, have anything relating to. There's no elephant on the menu. No elephant. If I did wear boots, I would try their one up him though. (laughs) I don't. I don't even know where you want to go, but I don't know. He'd figure it out. Yeah, we'd all help him. (laughs) So I'll stick to socks. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Socks is where we're at. All right. So, Alan Michael Jackson, Dominic Colbert, and John Brotherton from Brotherton's Black Black Iron Barbecue. Barbecue. There you go. That's yeah. Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue, and then Round Rock will be uh, Liberty Barbecue. Liberty Barbecue. And Liberty is homage to your hometown yeah it is um so liberty whenever um one of the places that we were looking at um was on liberty avenue and and my partner trey called me and uh, he said what do you think about liberty barbecue and uh i said well i i am from liberty texas so it just it worked great we ended up not being on um on liberty avenue went to main street Sorry, Dominic's throwing me off, saying <laughs> dumb stuff. Um, we ended up not being on Liberty Avenue, but we stuck with that name, you know, just because that's, you know, where, where I'm from. I was there for, for you know, 17, 18 years, something like that. Those formative years. Yep. So we will soon be able to eat Brotherton, <laughs> Brotherton's Barbecue in Round Rock. You can go and eat it in Pflugerville now. Um, and the... Uh, I don't know what we're calling it. Throwdown is going to be December 9th. Yeah, let's get let's get Joey over here. We let's, need to we get... need to talk about some throwdown here because you guys have been going at it, and uh, we need to we need to really yeah. John has to stay here too. You guys are gonna have to share a mic. That's gonna be uh, I'm uh, I'm, si- I'm sitting in the winner's chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so winning. So you, you have to get a little close. So how did this uh, this little love affair between you two start? By the way, we got Joey Victorian yes, here. Joey on the show. Victorian let's, let's for Victorian's this Barbecue. Here. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I don't like him. <laughs> we don't no, blame no, you. No, really. No, honestly, this would be the, <laughs> this would be our one year anniversary, right? Yeah, we did. We met at Woodlands Festival last year. That's it. He came yep. up to me. They were dropping off the Bewley. He, He's like, uh, we followed each other before on Instagram and Facebook and never really met each other until then. And um, so here we are. I made the first move. You did. (laughs) You actually walked over because I was talking to Russell. Russell walked off and then you came up. Hi, I'm John Brotherton. I'm a big fan of yours. 
I remember that. I remember <laughs> that. Oh, <laughs> you know, the agreement was to tell the truth when you said. Yeah, I, did, I am telling the truth. Okay. So it is. I am a it fan. Is. I am a fan. No, I'm your biggest fan too, man. No, we love each other. I mean, we. Just this every, weekend, though. Yeah. Because it's well, on. It come ends Monday. at six o'clock <laughs> yeah. p.m. tomorrow. Yep. Then it goes back to us not liking each other. Absolutely. So the, and, the truth will um, end and truth no, I, he'll go down. So everything was fine until he posted the picture of him with the trophy of last year's throwdown and say, hey, Houston boys, look what you got to look forward to. It's something like that. And yeah, I was like, something like that's that. just wrong. So I made it a point to make sure that I at least got in the throwdown to be up against him. And I got in. And now he has uh, to look forward to me now. Yeah. Well, this is getting pretty serious. You know, the, this this latest throwdown the, in Austin, Texas coming up. Um, it's, it's in December. It's so. in December. We'll yeah. air this before then. Yeah, we'll air this before then. But but um, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be a really good lineup of folks that are very serious about winning the competition. It's not, you know, what's different for those people that um, have come to both of the barbecue festivals. Barbecue festivals, there's no competition. It's not a competition. There's no winner. There's no loser. Everybody's a winner. Um, and then HOU Barbecue started the Throwdown Series where they do award both a judge's winner and a, a people's choice. Um, the, then last Did year you win the either of those, John, last year? Um, yeah, you don't have to bring it up. Yeah, yeah I tied for first <laughs> in the judges' competition. Yeah. That was a first-place no, trophy. No matter what, you know, it's not a competition, but I still want to whoop his ass. <laughs> it is a competition. Yeah. It's the definition of a competition. <laughs> one of the good things is that there is a lot of sharing in barbecue and you know you can see I mean pastrami that became a big fad going out there there's a lot of things that that are getting coming across barbecue and some of the side dishes as well but it's really good because it just it expands and it lets everybody put their own little spin on it you know Joey you do a little creole here on the side and so you'll put your spin on it John puts his spin on it so you could even have the same dish side by side but it's gonna it's gonna have different flavors they'll be totally different and we can teach each other the same exact techniques and just like every brisket is still going to be different that's just the bottom line yep and what you have to have in this business is passion and if you don't have the passion no matter how many times people teach you how to do it or tell you how to do it it's you you just won't have it but you got to have the passion you got to be willing to smoke your meats for as long as it takes and and wake up every single morning and every single time and even though at some point in time your your meat may be shitty you got to wake up and do it again because this this is a business about practice right <laughs> what i propose though is um the friday before uh the uh throwdown is i would like to go to his place and cook with him and we serve everybody and i'm i'm down with that that'll be so awesome let's, right. so we're you heard it here happen. The Friday before the throwdown, so that'd be Friday, December seventh. Yeah. Yep. Um, come out to. Will you think uh, Liberty may be open then, or? Um, you'll probably do it at, at yeah, Brother, yeah, at Black no, Iron. It should, it should be open, it. but we'll, we'll probably we'll probably do it in Pflugerville. Okay, mm-hmm. so do but it at, at Brotherton's. Who knows? Well, Black I'm, Iron Barbecue. I've lived in Pflugerville for six years too. So yeah. I'm a Pflugerville boy. Joey's also. got Pflugerville in his blood. That's it. Yeah, it sounds like a party to me. Yeah. Well, we know that you guys will not divulge the secret dishes you'll be doing for throwdown they may but, not even know but do that's well, that was no, my question do you know yeah. what you're going to do for throwdown no, we're no developing idea. it and um you know marvin um who, who's really responsible for at least 50 percent of that victory last year you know he's so creative and um can come up with 
so many different things. Um, you know, he's he's very heavily involved in it and uh, and is working on some things. So we haven't finalized it. And actually, that the dish that we did at the at the throwdown last year, we finalized it probably three or four days before the throwdown. So is, we is worked on it. A, worked um, on it. And, is there a theme or a requirement for any anything at this one? Do you know? I don't think so. No, I mean really. You know, it, it, in the judge's opinion, it has to be something that you can execute on your normal menu. Daily you know, I think it has to have a smoked aspect to it. Presentation. Which, yeah, there's presentation. Um, I'm not sure what all what all goes into it. But one of the things was um, that you had to be able to recreate that dish. And, and that was one thing that we did after we won last year. After, like I said, after we won last year. <laughs> I came in third place. We, um, we last one, by the way. We did that particular dish that next week, um, you know, in the restaurant. Very so cool. that was something that everybody and, could and come in. And remember that all I remember is the daikon. Uh, it was what was the dish last year? Yeah, so uh, it had a lot of stuff going on, um, but it was a appetizer, a crostini version of a, of a banh mi, um, where you know one thing was um, you know on some banh mi's you know a traditional ingredient is a pate. Um, we made uh, we took beef cheek and made pate out of it. So the same process that you would make a regular pate, we used the beef cheek to make that. Um, let's see, um, you know Marvin came up with a couple really cool sauces. It was a mango habanero coulis, and then a um, what was it Thai chili pomegranate uh, gastrique was on that so um so jordan jackson um i know you've just been doing gastriques the last couple of months but we won this thing with a gastrique burn 12 months ago <laughs> there so, you go anyway and enjoy uh, he what, wants to get into this so enjoy what you place you know right i gotta pull jordan into it we gotta go. take some jabs at him he's already texting me when i congratulated him on getting into the throwdown he he spit fire at me and and he's got a chef background so he does jordan's yeah. gonna bring it man he's, he's not gonna he play is, around jordan is awesome man so i, I really fun, look man. up to him man so there's gonna be yeah there's gonna be a lot of talent coming and and hopefully a lot more added on you know because because um, like i said there's a whole lot of good stuff out there other than just houston and austin man there's a lot of guys out there that are really bringing it the newcomers well, it could become a series yeah. uh, even bigger series yeah, absolutely. i think which is kind of cool and, and all the newcomers coming in man nobody's coming in doing mediocre stuff everybody's coming in swinging man so well, and when uh, you get everyone from all over the state it really yeah. does become like bragging rights are a big thing and pride factor really comes into play when yeah. it's hey i got everyone from west texas east texas central houston you know, it becomes one of those like, wow! If I can, if I, if I can beat all of these guys, I've done something really incredible. Yeah. I just want to beat John. That's it. <laughs> that's and and that's uh, Joey, uh, we didn't get to you know what, what did, say what about did you that uh, one, one hand and you know what in the other though. So, <laughs> Joey, what did you place at uh, just recently in this one? What did Third you cook? place. Yeah, what did you cook though? Yeah. I cooked a uh, pork chop stuffed with boudin and a crawfish um, sauce, on, cream sauce on top of it. I mean, this is this is really inventive stuff, and I think, you know, as we talked about competition in the past, and, and you've done competition, um, right. competition has, has become very narrowly defined, and and what's turned in is is all tastes the same. Yeah. And I think what's really cool about the throwdowns is that it, it, anything's game. I mean, well, they encourage anything. us yeah. to do that too. Yeah. yeah it shows they, off the creativity of yeah. each individual place. Let's be creative, guys. Don't just turn in your briskets and all that other stuff, because you can do that on the competition circuit. Let's 
just be creative whatever and it allows us to be creative and have fun with it because we're constantly just doing the same things over and over and over every now and then we're throwing something different but it's so much fun to not you know three days before he knew what he was doing i didn't know what i was doing two days before mine and it was just fun to to not know if you're gonna place and to even just do something different i mean that's you never know how it might turn out i could have and we could have and anyone could have just totally bombed on something new is that what you think john do I think Joey's going to bomb in Austin? <laughs> no, that you could have bombed? Uh, no. Not, <laughs> guy, man. not, no, man. And, I, man, I can't He's take done. all this, but, like, but this was, you know, Marvin, he he, he came up with a bunch of those things. And, um, you know, whenever we went from putting a traditional pate on there to, you know, to smoking beef cheeks and then, you know, comfy in them and, um, and then turning it into pate, um, once we put that together and tasted it, we knew that um, that we were going to be in the running. I mean, Allison so, Cook was just raving about that pate too. Yeah, they but they didn't remember who it was in their podcast. So, <laughs> props for not, uh, not Tales every, from the Pits <laughs> podcast. That's why we love you. Not not every podcast has the memory of Brian. Yeah, <laughs> I may have had a beef rib. <laughs> Brian won't remember any of your names after but, this thing. Started. Yeah, but it was a it was it was a winning combination, man. And and one thing too, you know, I I've been coming to Houston for you know for probably about four years to every event that's been here. Um, you know, I've had the the um, pleasure of working with the Regals um, every event that they've done, the basically outside of their restaurant for the past at, at least three years. Um, all so across I've, Texas. So man. I've been, yeah, all over the place. Awesome, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a seasoned veteran at these um, festivals, but I've only done two or three as Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue. You know, um, but I, I went to all the throwdowns, so I knew what it took, you know, to compete. So I, I knew what we needed to bring to the table when we got there. So I mean, we were, we were pretty it's confident going the, in. But the competition levels increased. I yeah, mean, it's each. Yeah. I think each throwdown. It's more and more inventive as well, yeah. which is great. I mean, it's you know, it started out, it was more things that were very close to what people were already serving on their menu the very first one. Yeah, and, and now like it's each, not. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah, skyrocketing. No, no one's doing this stuff. I mean, everybody's just coming up with, with crazy stuff that, you know, you a, a normal, I don't know, a normal barbecue guy is not going to come up with these things, you know. I think a lot of it's Yeah, you're not a normal chef, barbecue guy. You're very abnormal. Background. Yeah, I'm not normal. That's why I got... <laughs> people that are normal around me to to balance me out so if tickets are still available make sure you pick them up if they're not available those of you lucky few that got them uh, make sure you go out there and enjoy this one good luck to both of you make thanks sure you're at brotherton's on that friday before yep. yeah. december, yeah, 7th, december 7th sounds 7th, like there's a big, big, uh, big gig see happening. joey and john out there slinging meat and then uh yeah throw it down we'll see what happens